This is the Non-Microwave Truth brought to you by Time of Grace, and I am C.L. Whiteside. Thank you for tuning in. This is a podcast that's going to challenge culture's truth and perspective, and best believe we're going to do that today. We definitely going to do that today. Let's get into our first world problem right away. You're an actor. I kind of asked a first world problem like this before, but think about this. Our movies and TV shows and sitcoms and Netflix series and all that stuff, more than ever today, are they channeling evil spirits and demons? And the reason I ask this is because the Jeffrey Dahmer series just came out on Netflix. And I read something about the main actor in the movie. He said in an interview with Netflix that playing Jeffrey Dahmer was the hardest role he has ever played before. Now, if you're not familiar, like what you talking about? Dude was a serial killer. He's playing a serial killer in the Netflix series. And he says this. He said, I was very scared about all the things that Dahmer did and diving into that and trying to commit to playing his character was absolutely going to be one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life because I wanted it to be very authentic. But in order to do that, I was going to have to go to really dark places and stay there for an extended period of time. And it's like, is dude like messing with evil demons? Demons are obviously evil. Is he messing with evil spirits and demons and playing with the wrong stuff and him getting into this part? Is it taking him to a dark place? Literally meaning like evil place and just movies in general. Like I heard somebody talking about the watcher the other day and it was like, dude, they're not even trying to hide the satanic stuff anymore. They just flat out bold and open with it. Like, are we in an era and in a time where this is the most demonic and evil we've ever been? And would you play a role like that? Or do you think anybody should play a role like that? Is Netflix wrong for making a series like that? I don't know. I'm not even going to tell you to go watch or anything, but we're going to talk about that later, man. But this is our first world problem question today. Are movies getting more evil and satanic than ever? And do specific roles are there specific roles like i wouldn't mess with that i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it i mean i know personally i wouldn't do it but as a christian actor or actress should they do it should they play this role remember i would love to hear from you on instagram or twitter my handle is champion life 23 and this is our first world problem it is dinner time I don't even want you thinking about the title yet. Forget the title and think about this. Have you ever thought to yourself, I wouldn't mind if this person burned in hell forever because you know what? They without a doubt deserve it. Have you ever thought that? Now, if somebody murdered a family member, raped kids, raped your kids, raped women, your wife, your daughter, and not just her, but a bunch of women, or if, if they lynched a particular race, they did everything they could to make you or the group of people you identify with most, they did that to make your lives live in hell. Would you be like, I really don't care if they go to hell. Like, I'm sorry, I, I don't care if they go to hell. There are definitely some people who are struggling with that. And people that say, you know, I'm a Christian. And they're thinking that about someone like a Jeffrey Dahmer. A lot of attention has been given to this because of the Netflix series that just came out about him. He's a serial killer. He killed 17 dudes, raped some, 
He ate some, literally ate some, cooked up the bodies like it was a steak and just did all type of like torturous, sick, sick stuff. But there's a catch. He got sentenced to a whole bunch of years in prison and in prison, he got shanked and he almost died in like this chapel service, according to the Netflix series. And then the Holy Spirit found him. The title of this episode is, Is There Such Thing As Too Much Grace? Like, I didn't know if I wanted to name the episode after him because it's like you're praising the man and then you're almost like giving him too much credit. Because I thought about naming it Jeffrey Dahmer and Grace. But I did want people to know what it's about. And I went with this title, Is There Such Thing As Too Much Grace? Because Jeffrey Dahmer's story, Jeffrey Dahmer's life, makes Christians, he makes anyone question like, dog, is God too gracious? Like, shouldn't dude be burning in hell? It's like, you mean to tell me what he did wasn't unforgivable? And because some people are sick and they became fans of him, I was like, I'm not, I'm not picking that name. I'm not picking that title, I should say. And I know Halloween is coming up and just some Captain Obvious stuff, common sense stuff, but common sense ain't really that common. He's not a person you should dress up as or play around with. You don't play around with Hitler. You don't play around with the KKK. You don't play around with Jeffrey Dahmer. And the reason I thought about this episode is because I had some former students, uh, alumni, now friends, call me and ask me like, hey, have you seen the Jeffrey Dahmer series? Like you seen what's been on Netflix? You seen the series? And I'm just like, no, I haven't seen it. And they all get to the point, they're like, well, you know, at the end of the 10 part series, it's 10 episodes, they're like, he repents. He says he repents and gets baptized and says that he believes in Jesus. And they ask me this question, they're like, do you think he's in heaven? Like all the crazy stuff dude did, all the sick stuff he did, do you believe he's in heaven? And I have multiple people call me and ask me this question. And I guess the better question is like, can he be in heaven? And the answer is yes. He really could be like, I, I don't know, but he could be. And from some of the information that I've gathered, that's what it appears or that's what it seems like I should say. Now, the question I have to ask you is, are you better than Jeffrey Dahmer? Are you better personally than Jeffrey Dahmer? And I know a lot of you like, are you serious? That's like a stupid question. I haven't killed 17 people. I haven't cooked up people's bodies. I haven't caused a bunch of families pain and trauma. And I want to say this, and I, this is, of course, where you've got to listen to the whole episode. You can't just listen to this one line or try to clip it out. But there's a fine line that all of us have to realize that we're very close to being like Jeffrey Dahmer. From a worldly sense, I am without a doubt better than Jeffrey Dahmer. If you ask somebody in this world, they'd be like, Seal's like Jesus and Jeffrey's like Satan. But that's the world sense. That's the worldly sense. If, if you look at it from a spiritual sense, the answer is absolutely no. We are, in, we are in the same ballpark. We are the same. Like, is that tough for you to hear? And I know that is very tough to hear. And I've heard people even say things like, you know what? I don't want to worship a guy who lit someone into heaven like him. And I kind of get it because I do want to make it seem like I am better than him and I'm not even in the same stratosphere as him. But when you look at God's words, the facts of the matter are 
He needs a savior and I need a savior. And neither one of us is going to do it on our own. And if you thought that we were just animals, or if anyone thinks that we are just animals, then what difference does it make? Like if he killed a whole bunch of people. And if you think there is a God, you have to look at what God's word says. But this is really, really hard for us as Christians, though. And as Christians, we want to hear the message of like, do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. We love that part. It is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. That's Romans 12, verse 19. And we like, yes, God will get them back. But heaven ain't the back I was thinking. Like heaven? He get heaven? No, 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 no. Hell, that's all he should get. Hell, the bottom level of hell, the hottest part of hell. That's what he should get. And maybe he's not the person that ruffles your feathers. But is there anyone that you can think of where you like, dude, I really wouldn't care if they go to hell. In fact, I kind of hope they go to hell. Is there anyone that you think in history or in your life that you're like, man, what they did is so bad, so unforgivable that I would like to see them in hell. And when I said there's a very fine line and we all are close to being like Jeffrey Dahmer, did you feel offended or did you get ticked off or did you become defensive? Now, hear me out. If you are religious or you call yourself spiritual and you believe that you're good or morally okay, and that's what you're banking on, or be like, you know, I don't know about the afterlife, but if that's what you're banking on for the afterlife, then you think that you can earn salvation. And that's kind of the thought process of, all right, you get what you put in. And my question always with that is like, how do you know what's enough? Like, what is the standard? Is it a limit or is there a cutoff? Who are you comparing to? Obviously, obviously, if you're comparing to Dahmer, Dahmer or whoever that person is you're thinking of, they would be in hell. But would you be in hell based off that then? Like, how do you know you've done enough or met the standard? You 100% don't know then. And that's scary. That's super scary. That would cause me to never be at peace or never be content and just be worried about like, dang, have I done enough? Have I done enough? Am I good enough? Am I there yet? But if you believe in God's grace and mercy, then you have to believe that if he had faith in Jesus Christ as his savior, he's in heaven. Romans three, man, that, that's a great portion of the Bible on this particular topic. Like, please go take some time to read that. And in Romans chapter three, verse 10, it says, as it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. That's talking about you. And that's definitely talking about me. Like we are all filthy. We all suck. The requirement is not to be as filthy as that person. Or you know what? That rag is full of poop and blood and someone's intestines. That would be like the Dharma rag or the person that you can't stand rag. But your rag, you know what? Your rag is only full of like dirt and sweat like no that's not the standard though the standard is perfection if it's not perfection it has to be thrown away in the fire perfection 
Now, I'm going to read later in Romans chapter 3. This starts at verse 27. It says, what is left for us to brag about? Not a thing. It is because we obeyed some law? No, it is because of faith. We see that people are acceptable to God because they have faith and not because they obey the law. That's like the contemporary English version. That was kind of an accident that I found it, but that's the version I chose to use with that. And on this episode of Is There Such Thing As Too Much Grace, we have to look at some tricks from the devil. And some tricks from the devil are, you should have to have more requirements to get into heaven. That's the thought process that we have sometimes. Like, there needs to be some stipulations on how you get up in here. Everybody shouldn't get up in here. And I think most people can be like, yeah, everyone makes mistakes. You know, even if you want to use the S word, sure, everyone sins. But you know what? His sins should be unforgivable. And then the devil tricks us into thinking that we have a right to be angry with God. You got to think about Jonah. Jonah is so much like you and I because Jonah should know better. Jonah was like, a, we want to call him a pastor or a missionary, somebody who knew God's word. And Jonah was just ticked. He was angry at God because he realized how powerful God's love is and how far God's grace extends. And Jonah was like, you know, I don't want to go talk to these people that God is assigning me to talk to because you know what might happen? These people might repent and the Holy Spirit could gift them with faith. And I'd rather have these people die and go to hell. Because in Jonah's eyes, these people were so wicked that they became unforgivable to him. Like if I was God, I would never let these people off the hook. And grace is one of those things that we love. We absolutely love when grace is extended as far as we think we are. If we think the grace surpasses where we are, we like, mm -mm, you shouldn't show any more grace than that. And I got to say that again. We love grace and how far it extends when it has to reach us. But if we think it surpasses where we are, we don't want that grace to be shown. And we kind of looking at people cross eyed like mm -mm, that person's unforgivable. And that's one of the devil's tricks, like mm -mm, not past it, though, because those people, air quotes, are just ridiculous. And that's where the devil wants us to think that we have some hand in earning salvation. That's where our sinful nature makes us think that we can earn salvation. And then we overlook our sins and we maximize someone else's because theirs is more obvious or it's not as relatable or acceptable to society. And that's where our culture, that's where our world, that's where our sinful nature and the devil wants us to be divisive and arrogant as possible. And on this episode of Is There Such Thing as Too Much Grace? We sometimes hear stories like this and we think, you know what? Well, if dude is in heaven and he did all that stuff, all you got to do is repent at the last second and you're good. But this is not a game to play. All of a sudden, when you live that life of, all right, I'm going to sin and do any and everything as much as I possibly want. Your living life is one of Satan's angels and not one of God's children. And the whole point of grace is not to just sin as much as you possibly want. The whole point of grace is that grace allows us to be a new person, to have a new life in Christ. And let's say a person did that. Their communication with God the Father is going to be all jacked up. Because you're more in communication with the devil then. It's like inviting demons to stay in your body. And by the way, I, th I think Dimer has some demons in him. 
Like, I really think he was possessed by demons. I, I don't have any proof of this, but just thinking how a person can be so evil. Inviting evil spirits. Sin welcomes bad spirits. And the Bible talks plenty about evil spirits and demons. Like, why would that change? History repeats itself. And we are definitely spiritual creatures. Like you think about Luke chapter eight, verse two, it was talking about Mary Magdalene. She didn't just carry one demon. She had seven demons at one point in time in her life. And I know some of you are still questioning, like, you know, like how far can God's grace really extend? And in the Netflix series, Dahmer, he even questioned how far God's grace could extend. Like he asked about another serial kill killer and he was like, you know, that serial killer, he lied and he said he didn't do it, but he definitely did it. He said, but I admitted to everything. I wanted the death penalty. Do you think God forgave this other serial killer who supposedly calls himself a Christian? He asked a pastor and he was like, are you asking about him or are you asking about yourself? What is portrayed is that Dahmer knew he didn't deserve the forgiveness. He knew he deserved the absolute worst. But the pastor was like, grace, believe in Jesus as a savior and knowing grace comes from that. It's all about Jesus's victory and knowing we all deserve hell apart from Christ. And the thing that they brought up was the thief on the cross. And this is in Luke chapter 23, verse 39 to 43. It says, one of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. <laughs> but the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. And I want you to think about this. God, Jesus, was under the same sentence as you, as me, and the worst person that you can possibly think of. He's under the same sentence as that person. It continues on. It says we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him. Truly, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. And that's the thing. Jesus paid all the debt, not some of the debt, not just certain people that we like or can relate to. He paid every single person's debt. And when I think about this now with a different perspective or a different lens, it's kind of genius of God to not tell us what the criminals on the cross did. Because you can place anyone on that cross and if you're comparing them to Jesus, they deserve to die. They deserve hell. But because of the gift of faith that the Holy Spirit has gifted us with, we will have paradise instead. And my closing thoughts with this episode of is there such thing as too much grace? Be cautious. As Christians, we want to be most like Christ. Because when you think about it, not forgiving, not extending grace, that is not a trait of Christ. Desiring someone burns in hell is not a trait of Christ. It's actually a trait of the enemy. And when we start making exceptions to not extend grace, that's asking for the world to be an even more evil place and even more detrimental is you're putting yourself in a position to embrace evil in your heart. It's rejecting God's love and rather you intend to or not, it's creating a monster inside yourself. Don't just leave room for God's wrath for someone else. Leave room for God's abundant grace. Grace 
that we all need. And this is the non-microwave truth. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Is There Such Thing As Too Much Grace? Peace punch, Captain Crunch. Say no to drugs and yes to Jesus. I am out.